Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Diary of a Cartoonist. I'm here again with, uh, after popular demand, more people wanted to hear back from Carter than you might expect. So after some popular demand, by the way, I'm Scott Johnson, and that is Carter Johnson. Hi, Carter. Hi. So I got a lot of questions about your art, so I wanted to try to address them here on the show. All righty. Are you down with that? Yes, I am. You got all quiet now that, you're, now that we're on the air. Well, I don't mean to. You can just talk normal. Just like normal. Hey, Dad, what's going on? Hey, Dad, what's going on? There you go. See? It's not <laughs> so bad. So I put up a picture of you working over your Wacom there, uh, focused on the whatever you're drawing, the secret project you're working on. <laughs> and um, I, I made a note online that you're, you're pretty much there every day doing this. Is that a fair assessment? Yes, Every day, all day after school. So when you get home from school, typically, or on a weekend or something, whatever available time you have is pretty, very rarely are you goofing off, playing a video game, dorking around with friends or any of that. Well, I play video games sometimes. Yeah. But it's between that and drawing. Right. And when you do, my phone just rang. When you do uh, have time to play a game or do whatever, just kill time. I notice you're much, you spend much less time doing that than you do when you, the art, when you choose to draw. So like, in other words, you spend way more time drawing than you do those other things. Yeah, for sure. By far. Yeah. So today, Saturday, you've been up since, you slept in a little. Yeah, I was, it was probably 1030. I woke up. Yeah, about 1030 or so. Carter gets up and she immediately, she doesn't even get out of her pajamas. She's still wearing these weird, I almost said stupid, I didn't mean stupid. These weird pink pajamas, bunny pajamas, right? No, they were blue. Oh. <laughs> I have this all wrong? Yes, you have all of it wrong. Was there a bunny involved? No. How did I get that from that? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so she came, darted downstairs uh, super fast and immediately jumped right into drawing. Yep. So I made the comment online that you are working, if you keep this up, you will achieve the supposed experts believe magic number of 10,000 hours of just raw practice. Not just doing a job or not doing the minimum or not just getting done what you're supposed to do or what you've committed to do, but just straight up focused drawing for 10,000 hours or more. That is a big number. That's a huge number and it seems like a lot right now, right? Yeah. But the people who typically achieve that number are not paying attention to whether they're reaching it or not. That number is, in fact, I'm probably doing you a disservice by telling you that you might be doing <laughs> this. But it's a good thing. So guys like oh, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, uh, artists like, uh, I can't think of anyone on the top of my head. I used to have a whole list of these people. But these, oh, the Beatles are a good example. These guys spent hours and hours and hours and hours and nights and nights and nights performing in front of crowds they didn't like, in venues they weren't happy with, in parts of Germany they didn't want to go to. But to what end? Well, they loved the music and they loved creating it and they loved performing it. Well, if you do that enough and you do that long enough, quote unquote, 10,000 hours, <laughs> the, the dog barked. The theory is that you'll be the you'll be an expert at it like you'll be as good as you could ever be and therefore like a true professional or a true innovator or a true uh dude who can go out and do anything 
How do you feel about that information? Um, I think it's pretty true, but I don't think that you can just stop after 10,000 and be just as good as it unless you just keep going. So you have to keep going? Yeah. Well, I don't think they stopped either. In fact, you could argue that, like in Bill Gates' case, when he was 16, he was your age, he had no interest in dating or any social stuff. I'm not saying you should be this. I'm just saying that was his deal. And all he wanted to do was spend time at this university with all their ancient computer crap. And he wanted to do that all day long, every day. Yeah. So he did. Well, what did that do? It created, it created the richest man in the world. But it created somebody who was so focused on that stuff that any time he did anything with that stuff, he was extremely successful. So the theory is if you stay at this and you work at it, and it's not like you have to go, okay, I'm on hour 500 of my 10,000. <laughs> I don't mean like that. But just have so much passion for it that it's, it's mostly what you do with your time. At the end of this, you'll just be ready for whatever. So people could come to you and go, Carter, I've got this giant book I want to illustrate. And I need your artwork for it. And you'll be able to just, without even thinking, without blinking, just make what they want. Yeah. And people will be coming to you because... Not because they want to tell you what to make, but because you'll already be making things they all want. So they'll pay you more because you're making the thing they want and you, they don't have to tell you what to do. There's a huge difference between that guy and the other guy. The guy who has to be told what they want and has the technical skills to do it. And the one who is so good at it that whatever they put out is just gold and Everyone's happy to throw money at it and just take it, no matter what it is. It's the difference between a computer chip and a person. Kind of. Computer chip can do what you want it to do, but a person can take that and do more with it. That's right. It's that special, weird little uh, ingredient, right? Yeah. So, the point of this conversation (laughs) is to shed light on how I think, as a parent, this should be done. The way you do this is you find out what your kid is passionate for, and then you give them the tools to do it. Now, if, if we were less fortunate and could not get have that extra Wacom laying around after I, you know, I used that thing for years and then pass it down to you. Yeah. You'd be, we'd be giving you sketchbooks and pens and paper. There'd be other ways to do this. That's what I was doing before. Yeah. So it's not just the, it's not about computer aided art. It's about whatever it takes to get you to draw. And because you like it so much, I'm going to kill the dog. Can you hear her barking? Yeah, I can hear her I'm going to yell at her. <laughs> Daisy, stop it, you big dummy. Oh, that dog is going senile. They heard me on your mic, by the way. Oh, good. <laughs> um, what was my point with that? Oh, if you're a parent and your kid shows a bunch of aptitude toward high diving or garbage disposal or whatever it is, you should encourage the crap out of them. Do you think that if uh, if mom and I weren't so... This isn't that this isn't me trying to pat myself on the butt here. <laughs> but do you think if we were less excited about you doing this or we were like, oh, that's not going to get you a real job or we were that kind of a thing? Do you think you would be as into this as you are? Or at the very least, you think you'd probably rebel more? I'd be I'd definitely be more rebellious because you don't rebel at all, really. No, you're pretty easy. I have nothing to rebel against. Yeah, we make that pretty easy around here. I mean, if you were really into crack cocaine, you might rebel, <laughs> but you're not. So it's not a problem. But all the normal stuff, like, do you ever do you ever come home at, at the end of the day and go, my parents don't know anything. They're so lame. <laughs> do you ever do that? I don't think I do. Okay, good. I hope not. Don't do that. I, d- I won't. Because I don't think I don't think it'd be true, right? Probably not. We keep up on stuff. We know what's going on. Or maybe I just keep telling myself that. 
well, we try to show you a video and you're like, oh, I've seen it already. I've seen all that stuff. You guys can't, there's nothing under the sun I haven't seen. You can't come to me with a viral video on Facebook and expect me to have not seen it. One day that'll change though. And I'll go, are you kids with your One Direction? Because <laughs> uh, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> all right, a couple final questions and then I'll let you go. By the way, you look like Christmas. Is it, why are you all Christmassy? Because uh, we're doing the Christmas party thing. Oh, we're doing a Christmas party. That's right. I'm an elf. Yeah, very nice. So what do you, if you had to pick one thing you prefer to draw the most, what do you like drawing the most? Um, Not people. Creatures, care, uh, animals? Yeah, made up like monsters and robots and things like that. Okay. What is your least favorite thing to draw? Um, I don't know. I mean, you draw people fine. Yeah, I don't mind drawing people. They're just not my favorite. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of something like. that you didn't like doing. I think you kind of like all that stuff. Yeah, I like experimenting. Yeah, that's good. All right, final question. No pressure, okay? If you could have your work seen by one person in this entire world, who would that person be? <laughs> like one person that would see it and go and, and really like it. Somebody who was going to just go, man, what an awesome thing. And he'd write about it or he'd talk about it or something, whatever his role is in life, famous thing that he could do. Who would it be? Can he be dead? He can totally be dead. <laughs> um, Someone like Steve Jobs or something like that. I think that would be amazing. Wow. Really? Steve Jobs? Yeah. But if he just said, well, I don't know. I don't know what he'd say, but that's fair. That's fair. That's fine. <laughs> he would, he would have been good for any of that sort of thing. Right. Yeah. Like I remember somebody went into one of his stores, his brand new open Apple stores, and uh can't remember what the deal was. He traveled really far or he had been to all of them or something or some weird thing like that. And he totally pulled the guy aside and shook his hand and talked to him for a minute. It was a pretty cool thing to do, yeah. especially because Steve Jobs is known for being kind of a butt and being annoyed <laughs> with people and that sort of thing. So it's nice to see his softer side. Um, For me, it would be... Mort Drucker, artist, oh, yeah. in, uh, used to do Mad Magazine stuff all the time. If he looked at something I did and said, "Oh, this is great," I would. That'd be it. <laughs> that'd be all I'd need after that. that but you don't really cool. have those kind of heroes now. I mean, you really like the creators of of um, Adventure Time and kind of some of that stuff that's going on at regular show and that kind of stuff now. Yeah. But do you sure. have any like big art heroes that you look to and go, "Man, that, I don't know. that dude's awesome." I don't know a lot of names. Um. I can't think of his name, but <laughs> the guy who does Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, if Bill he ever saw that, and even though he's really private, if he ever came out and said, "This is really cool," that would be the greatest day of my life. I that could die. Be, happy. That would be pretty good, right? <laughs> yeah, he's still with us. He could do that. Technically, never know. Never know. All right, Carter, <laughs> go back to drawing because you're going to help me retire one day. So Yay. we got to keep up that ten thousand hours. It's been a real thrill talking to you today. Bye now. Bye. <laughs>